Hey, 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 y'all. Listen, I know I have been MIA for a couple of weeks, but I'm back. I am back today and I'm here kind of just chat with y'all today. Just want to have a little powwow session if you'll allow me to do that. You know, because listen, life is all about choices and what a tremendous choice God has set before us, y'all. You know, we can choose life and by doing so, we can enter into the blessings of God. God will speak to us and we will hear his voice. Because listen, here's a quote by Reverend Ike. Decision has power. And the moment that you make a decision, everything necessary for the fulfillment of your decision begins to happen. End quote. Y'all, let's go ahead and get into this new episode as I share some of my thoughts with you about what it means to choose life. Hey, 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 welcome to the Emphatically You podcast. I'm your host, Candace Nelson wife, mother of one dope college student, lover of words, music, and a native Adamsville bred Georgia peach. You're invited to this easy, breezy, soulful, safe space created for those of us who need occasional reminders, some tips, tools, and transformative messages that will speak to the heart of you. Come along with me on this brand new journey of truth, love, and growth. It's time to let your hair down and put yourself first so you can speak and be emphatically you. Let's get into it. All right, we are going to jump right on in. And the first thing that I want to kind of talk to you all about is I call this this topic or this area, God is everything to us. And I want to share with you all that on the 18th of this month, I had to attend my sister-in-law's funeral service. Um, it was a Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. And although it was a celebration of her life, it was still, you know, a sad occasion for our family. Um, this was my husband's oldest sister. And one of the things that happened during the service when the pastor got up to actually deliver the speech or the sermon for the day. He spoke from Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. And this is how it, it reads. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You all, let me tell you something. As he was delivering his message to the family and all of the friends and loved ones that attended the service, all of the things that he shared, they were things that were resonating with my spirit. Now, I'll be honest. When someone very, very close to me transitions and passes on, and I know that this is a part of life, it does cause me to begin to think heavily about my own mortality. And 
Although I know that, you know, tomorrow is not promised to any of us. And I know that death is actually a part of life. While I'm here in this moment, while I'm here on this earth, I am choosing life. I'm choosing to live. I'm choosing to listen to God because as I said, God is everything to us. He knows the beginning and he knows the end. God He knew us before we were even formed in our mother's wombs. And, you know, as that pastor was, again, delivering that sermon, especially as he was concluding to the end, you know, he spoke to the, the, the attendees and, you know, he said, you know, you all thought you all were coming here for Teresa, but Teresa is now in a better place. She was not well. And unfortunately, as time moved on, she received a diagnosis that caused her to have to come to the end of her life as we know it here on earth. So, you know, he said, we thought we were coming there for Teresa, but honestly, we were coming there for ourselves. We were coming there to understand that God loves each and every one of us. And he wants us to live our lives to the fullest extension that we can. And I'm so grateful for that. I mean, I sat there with my husband and his siblings. And although my heart was aching, my heart was sad because she was no longer with us in the present sense. I knew she was there in our spirits. And just for me to get that message, that message that I believe that came from God himself to say, I want you to live your life to its fullest and I want you to choose life. Y'all, I hope you are hearing what I'm saying to you. That experience, and it's not the first funeral that I've attended, but it's the first one I've attended in quite a while. And because it hit right here within my household, because it was my husband's sister, it just hit a little bit differently. Y'all, I'm glad and I'm grateful for the reminders that God continues to send and share right when we need to have them come to us. It, it's it's a blessing. It's, it's something that I don't take for granted because it's easy to forget that as we go through our day-to-day things and we, you know, we're hitting this rat race, going to work, doing our nine to fives and all these things, it's easy to forget that you've got to remember to choose life. All right, y'all, listen, the, the next thing I want to share with you is all of this stuff happened to me last week. Let me just make sure I put that out there. All of this stuff that I'm sharing with you all today, it happened to me in the same week. So I just talked to you about what happened to me on Saturday on March the 18th. Well, the following Monday, March the 20th, I was invited to a ceremony at City Hall where one of my childhood friends 
her father was being honored and he was going to receive a proclamation here in the city of Atlanta. Now, I have not seen Mr. Black in years. His name is Charles Black. And initially, I had received a text message. It was a group text, you know, and I saw it and I said, well, you know, I might go, I might not, not sure. But I went on to work Monday morning. I was, it was a teacher planning day at work. So it was really quiet in the building. And I got an individual text from my girlfriend, Julie. And she said, you know, I don't know if you actually got this or not, you know, but I really think it would be so nice if you were able to pop in. Y'all, let me tell you something. I think I've shared with you that I work for Atlanta Public Schools. My building is literally right across the street from City Hall. Like I walk out the door, just cross the street, and there's the building right there. I took that text that I got from my girlfriend to say, I looked at it as a message from God, honestly, to say, you need to go. So it was supposed to begin at noon. And I think she had asked us to try to get there about 1130. So I got up and I walked across the street to attend the reception and the ceremony. And the beautiful thing about it was this. I don't even know exactly how old Mr. Black is. I believe he has to be somewhere in his 80s because my own mother is, you know, around that that number. And um, like I said, hadn't seen him in years. But when I walked into City Hall, I ra- ran right into my girlfriend, Julie, hugged her. We gave her a kiss on the cheek and she turned around, took a selfie. And, um, you know, she was like, you're going to make me cry. And I, was, I just said, you know, it was, it's my pleasure to come here and honor your dad. And so, you know, to, to show my support anyway. But, you know, I, 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 she introduced me to her husband or reintroduced me. I've met him before. And then we went on upstairs, saw these beautiful ladies sitting there that actually attended high school with Mr. Black when he was in Miami, Florida, which I'm thinking, oh, how wonderful that you would have two of your high school classmates to come to support you in this way. It was just phenomenal. But after the reception, we went into the Atlanta City Hall chamber. They went through some of the processes and things, and then they called everybody up that was there to support Mr. Black up to the podium. And we stood, it was, I mean, a crowd of people. And we stood behind the Atlanta City Council member, his name is Michael Julian Bond, as he read the proclamation and gave it to Mr. Black. And so there were several people that came up and spoke on his behalf, including his daughter, But when Mr. Black got up to speak, the thing that stood out for me was that he he's an actor and he has been acting for three decades is what I heard them say. And I've seen him on commercials. I've seen him in a movie or a couple of shows here and there. But I knew him when I was a child growing up in Adamsville. And then I heard and learned about the time he spent with Joseph E. Boone and who time he spent with Martin Luther King and time he spent with Andrew Young. And then he spoke as he was giving his thanks. And y'all, what resonated again in my spirit on that Monday afternoon was that he said he always wanted to be able to be in a space where he could build bridges instead of building walls. And I was like, oh my goodness, 
It's all about connections, y'all. Connections. We are here to edify each other. We're here to help each other. And when I think about the time period when Mr. Black was, you know, marching, you know, he used to sit at the counters back when segregation was doing all of the things that it was doing. You know, my dad was even, you know, a participant during some of those sit-ins at the lunch counters and, you know, people were throwing stuff at you. And he even talked about the, um, the Atlanta, it's the Civil Rights and Human Rights Museum that's here in Atlanta. But when you go in there, they have a section where you actually can go in and sit at a counter, a lunch counter. You put on these headphones and you hear some of the things that some of the people used to say. They would, you know, all the calling you this name and that name and hurling stuff at you and all this stuff. We did it, my husband and my daughter and I, and it's a lot. It's a lot, especially if you've never experienced that firsthand. But Mr. Black did experience it firsthand. He experienced the real thing. And one of the things that he's been doing as he's continued to live this life is to reach back to young people, reach back to other people. And I was so grateful to be able to be in the room because that's one of the things that I want to be able to do. I want to build bridges with other people instead of walls. Y'all, we need to work together as we continue down this road, as we live our lives, and just continue to build connections. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's one of our charges from God. You know, we're here to help our fellow man. We're here to be our brother's keeper or our sister's keeper. You know, it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. And my soul says, thank you. Y'all, as we begin to just kind of tidy up this um, this episode, I just kind of want to share some lessons that were shared with not only myself, but some of my teammates. This was on Wednesday, Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. One of my teammates had to bring her grandmother uh, to work with her because she was actually going to take her to an appointment. And I think she wanted to kind of just bring her by because she talks about her a lot. She calls her her big mama. And I'm sure a lot of us call our um we call our grandmothers big mama stuff. Now, my grandmothers are no longer with us, but if you're blessed and you're fortunate enough to still have your grandmother, your grandfather here with you, please know that you are blessed beyond measure. But listen, um, she, this, this beautiful spirited lady shared with me and my teammates that she is 94 years old. 94 years old and you know she was in a wheelchair but she was just speaking so clearly she was so vibrant and she wanted to make sure she let us know first she told us how much her granddaughter enjoyed working with us and we told her that how much we enjoyed working with her granddaughter as well but she talked about the fact that she actually used to work at Atlanta Public Schools herself many, many years ago. And she talked about her experience and some of the people that she used to work with and and know. Uh, I think the superintendent at that time was Alonzo Krim. And the building that we work in is actually named 
named for Dr. Krim. So she recognized that name. But I want to just kind of share, as she was kind of dropping some nuggets and some knowledge to us, these were some of the lessons that she shared. And interestingly enough, some of these same lessons that I'm going to share with you all today, I saw them on a post that someone actually put out uh, on social media. I don't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram, but first she said, y'all, you need to always remember to be good to yourself. Okay. Second, she said, if you don't already learn to respect yourself. Ooh, that was a good one. Next, she said, take care of yourself. She said, you all are some beautiful ladies. Y'all are smart. Y'all are educated. She said, take care of yourself. Next, she said, I want y'all to remember to always be your own cheerleader because sometimes you got to support yourself. You may not always have a cheering section or a cheering crowd. You can support yourself. She also said, y'all, listen, that your needs matter. Y'all need to give them attention because they deserve that. Your needs are important. And the last thing she said before she was getting ready to leave for the day. She said, don't wait for others to choose you. Choose yourself. How about that? How about that? Y'all listen, I want you to decide to live your life like today is your last day. Live it fully. Live it boldly. Y'all, you only get one. Give it your all. Choose you. Listen, choose life. For me personally, for Candace, when I think of what it means to choose life, my definition is I'm giving myself permission to honor my own choices. Now, hear me when I say that. I know you have to do things within reason, meaning I can't break the law. You know, I'm not doing anything illegal or I'm not doing anything to hurt or harm anyone else. I would never want to do that. But as long as I am giving myself the permission to honor my choices, then I am living emphatically. I am choosing life for me. And I want you to do the same. And on that note, I want to say thanks. I want to say thanks for listening. And I want to let you know that you can catch me on Thursdays on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible. But don't forget, you can always connect with me at Candice at emphaticallyyou.com or on IG at CJN Voice. Y'all, I would love to hear from you. I love your feedback. But as I always say, until then, I want you to take care. I want you to stay safe and I want you to make it a great day.